Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the RxP Podcast. <laughs> Did you forget? I, no, I forgot which number this episode was. And with that, we are back with episode 47. <laughs> this has gone so off the rails, and I love it. Just roll with you, it. You know what, y'all? This is the kind of episode we're going to have to <laughs> <laughs> Audience listeners, I just have to say that my brother, Alex, is literally crying laughing <laughs> right now. And I'm, because of that, I'm crying laughing. And with that, let me introduce our third panelist, part of the OG crew, Matt how are you doing? You are the most composed here today. How's it going? I'm doing great. <laughs> Listen, we're just trying to live our best lives. Now that Alex has composed himself, how's it going, Alex? I just want to say thank you to Disney. Thank you, Nintendo. Thank you, Sakurai. Thank you, Square Enix. But most importantly, thank you to the fans out there that voted for Sora for Smash. And with that, you got a little preview of what our topic of the show is. I'm sure everyone knows because I've titled this something leaning to Smash Brothers Ultimate. But this episode. <laughs> so much planning. All, yeah. <laughs> you know, something about Smash Brothers. <laughs> yeah. I don't know because the creative juices will be flowing when I post <laughs> the episode. But this episode is all about Smash Brothers, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Because just last week, we were graced with the wonderful news of Sora from Kingdom Hearts joining Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Everyone knows the RXP crew loves Kingdom Hearts. And most might not know our actual feelings about Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. So I thought this episode would be a great deep dive into our thoughts and feels. But first... We are jazzing up today's episode with a little game. And of course, this game is brand new to the crew. What, what? Are you guys ready? I'm so ready. Excellent. This game is called Stage Spotlight. Okay? okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to list off a name of a Super Smash Brothers Ultimate stage. However, I will have missaid something in my stage name. And you need to buzz in with the correct stage name. And then you get a bonus point for naming the property that the stage is from. Okay. And you get a bonus bonus point if you name the game that this stage oh. originated in. Okay? All right. I'm going off the rails here. We're doing multiple bonuses for those who want to buzz in. Now, I'm going to leave it up to the crew. How would you like to try and answer the question? Like, do you want to guess? Every, both of you each get a guess? Uh, and then keep going that, until you get it right? I would say it depends on you. I mean, do you want us to just have, like, one chance each? Or do you want us to buzz in with their names and we just keep like going back and forth or that's, I feel like that's on you. You are the 
variety GM, game segment coordinator say, let's, for today. Let's let's limit it, right? Like maybe two guesses. Two? Okay, yeah. Yes. Yeah, perfect. Two guesses. Just buzz in. Tell me the game. Um, I will allow for bonus points to be get the the first bonus point, or rather the ge- the name of the franchise and then the name of the game um, will go to the person who correctly corrects the title. Gotcha. And then cool. it'll go to the next person, and they'll get one guess. How about that? Sounds okay. good. Here we go. Game stage spotlight. First stage. Prism League. Alex. Alex, what is the OG title of the stage? Prism Tower. Dang, that is correct. Which franchise did this come from? Pokemon. Correct. And which game did this start or come from? This is the true question. I know it's the France-inspired one. But I now forget which generation that was, but I believe it to be black and white. No, I'm sorry. I don't mean the game French. I don't mean the game. I meant like, which Super Smash Brothers game. Yes. Did this stage oh, debut? Okay. I, I, I thought you were just saying <laughs> name it from which like series. Okay. Okay. Which title it debuted in. Yes. Okay. Then I would say Smash for 3DS slash Wii U. That is correct. Alex just takes boom three points. The the question three points. Wow, amazing. Okay, next stage. Rainbow ride. Alex. Oh dang. Okay. What's the OG name? Rainbow Road. Incorrect. Is it Rainbow Cruise? That is correct, Matt. Nice. For the point. Excellent. Which and that's coming franchise. from franchise Super Mario 64. Yes. So it it, it is that is um, correct. Now, whew, I believe hmm, Let's say Melee. That is I need to fact check one thing here. I'm okay. gonna, I'm going to Back check. That is correct. It did okay. show up in melee. It also showed up in brawl. Those are the two I, I was between. <laughs> yes, I'm, and I'm sorry for audience listeners. I had to double check which one came first because I forgot. So hey, it's good. Matt, Matt gets three points nice. for Rainbow Cruise. Excellent. Isn't Rainbow Excellent. Road a stage? Isn't there a Mar- like? It's don't... a it's a stage on Mario Kart, but I don't know if there's a stage. Right, but I thought they had one where it was like traveling along Rainbow Road. Did no? they? I don't I'm know. Not sure. I haven't played Smash that in a while. That is incorrect. I know they have not an F Zero one. Well, how dare they not have a Mario Kart stage in there? They call themselves Smash Ultimate. <laughs> Yo, don't hate. The game master. I, I know I said game. thank you, Sakurai, <laughs> at the beat the player. But you know, Sakurai, you're doing Mario Kart dirty here. There is a Mario Kart stage, Alex. Right, it's just right. not yeah. Rainbow it's Road. The, I think it's the Mario Circuit, right? It's yeah, the one where yeah, like yeah. I think the so. racers come in from like the back yeah, and they yeah, jump over like the side mm-hmm. ramp. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Third stage. Dining room. 
Alex. Alex. Playroom. Incorrect. Game room. Incorrect. So I know, I think I know the stage. Like, I'm very acutely aware. I can name, like, can I guess the, like, bonus stuff and still get points? Or is that only if I can get this correct stage name? You can get points for that after the stage is correctly guessed, okay? Oh, okay, okay. Well, in terms of names, mm-hmm. I'm going to guess. I feel like I'm drawing a blank on this. I, I, I know what it is. <laughs> I think I can picture the, the, I picture the room in my mind. Like, I think I know this is the stage. Okay. It's just the issue. I will give you a hint in that room is a part of the stage name. Okay. Yeah. Then, oh, wait, actually, there's two it, things that I think it could be. Oh, no. Am I allowed to guess or do I have to wait for Alex? No, you can guess again. You have two guesses. Um, I'll just go ahead and say bedroom. No, that is incorrect. Oh, man. You had to go for it, you know? Then That's I correct. will guess mom's room. Incorrect. Oh, no. The name of the stage living room oh no is this the nintendog stage correct oh, it is nintendogs it is nintendogs wait do i get points um, for that um you know what we're gonna keep that in the back of our minds as a tie break okay i'm gonna say that and this game showed up for on 3ds super smash Bros. 3ds okay you're really seeing my blind spot here <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because I'm not going to lie. Uh, I'm like, <laughs> I never played the 3DS or Wii U for <laughs> Smash Brothers. Oh, <laughs> okay, okay. But I did play Ultimate. Ultimate had everything, so I have no excuse. But, you know. That's true. Okay, next stage. Dracula's Dungeon. Alex. Yes. Dracula's Castle. That is correct. And that is from Which, Castlevania series. And, nice. Okay. And it and then, debuted in Smash Ultimate. Correct. Nice. There nice. we go. Okay. Last stage. This is stage right. five. Last stage. Matt, you can get on the board. And this stage is Garrig Church. Garrig? Yes. Huh. Alex. Garrig Church. Oh, okay. Garrig Castle. Incorrect. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something if you got it twice in a row for y- Castle? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Garrig. Maybe Garrig Battleground. Incorrect. So, I have no idea what this is. Yeah, for this one. Oh, man. So, Garrick obviously is in the title. I feel like there's no way she would make up that word. Like, that yeah. just seems very strange. The problem is this... we apparently don't recognize where who or what Garrick no. is. No, not at all. <laughs> yep. This is the one that I thought would be a little trickier. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I don't even have a franchise in my head of where Garrick could I be I think from. 
I might have a franchise, but that's just because I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, all right. Well, I'll just guess because, you know, might as well just get rid of <laughs> the yep. inevitable. Um, let's say, well, see, I've, we've already used some of these words. Go ahead, Alex. You look like you wanted to say. Garrig Plain or Plains. No, oh, that is incorrect. No. It is the, is it Garrig Bridge? No. So this stage is Garrig Mock Monastery from Fire Emblem Three Houses came out in Ultimate. I never Super played Smash that game. I know. I and <laughs> I know. Matt, I was rooting for you on this one. Man. But you know what? That was a tricky one. I purposely mm-hmm. made it tricky. You know, I didn't get, you know, I was, do I say Garrig Mock Church? And I was like, I feel like that's too easy, yeah. you know. Anyway, that's good. You guys did, you guys did great. Alex won the game stage spotlight with oh, yeah. with nine points plus a little boost with Nintendo Nintendogs. Oh, not nine. You got six points. Matt got three points. You know what? Whatever. Alex won. The score right now is Alex is leading the pack in the Pro Jamer Pod competition. Matt and I are tied for second best at zero, and Alex has two points. What a congratulations! It's a it's a tight race for second place at zero points. Exactly. What a exactly. great start to the year, might I say? Uh, yep, great start. And you know what else makes it even greater? The fact that we have Sora in Smash. I'm going to go to Alex first. Tell me your emotions when you found about Sora. Tell us where you were, what you were doing, what you were wearing. Tell us everything. You know, it's that funny thing that because I'm on the West Coast and this was revealed at 7 a.m. in the morning, right? So not not your... West Coast time. Yeah, West Coast, Pacific time in, in the U.S. It's not a typical time, you know, to be up already and to have, like, be ready for news of this magnitude. And so because of that, by the time I woke up, which was shortly after seven, so I do usually wake up around that time in the mornings, uh, the news, I actually saw the announcement before I even saw the trailer. So I think, you know, to me, I was excited. I saw the headlines and like Sora and Smash, amazing what we've been wanting, right? As I mentioned earlier in the intro, most voted for character in most regions in the Smash Fighter ballot when Sakurai and Nintendo did that back in like 2015, 2016. And I might say it did take a little bit away from me watching the reveal trailer because I did watch it after the fact. And so, you know, my initial thoughts though, despite knowing it was Sora, was I thought it was going to be Dark Souls or Demon Souls or some Souls character. Because with Mario, you know, with the Smash symbol fading out and the, f- like, drop of flame just dropping to the ground and Mario walking Oh, up, I could see that. I was like, is Mario kindling the first flame? Like, what's going on here? Like, did they actually get a Souls character into Smash? Obviously, knowing it was, uh, it was Sora, I'm like, how does this tie in? And so I did think that was kind of weird, like, the fact that the fire becomes the keyblade like i'm not sure what that was supposed to represent unless it was like nintendo's battle with disney over copyright issues and licensing just to get sora into it. and he's like i had to stick my hands in the flames of all this 
all these problems in order to pull <laughs> the Keyblade out. Uh, but yeah, seeing the Keyblade, hearing the music, seeing Sora come through the keyhole and just landing and then being like, let's do this. And then the tagline saying, Sora is finally here. I think that's, as most of the internet's reaction, like, yeah, he's finally here. It's it's just that very obvious fit of, you know, as Sakurai mentioned, Kingdom Hearts 1 came out back in 2002. Sora's 19 years old, right? He can smoke in the U.S. You know, he can't, he can't drink yet, but he can light up a cigarette. You know, maybe that's what the fire was for. Anywho, <laughs> I was just so excited, and I thought the review trailer, good, but albeit not the best reveal trailer. Okay. Matt, what about you? Uh, so, yeah, you know, that flame that you saw, that red in the distance, actually wasn't fire. It was just all the red tape around a Disney franchise that they had to just... Ah, yes, yeah. Yeah. Or they had to burn through. Right, yeah, exactly. Um, so I, I, of course, you know, Tiffany and I being East Coast time, I was actually in an elevator on my way back from rounds, and I get the following texts from Tiffany in our group <laughs> chat that says, in all caps, Oh my God, for my birthday, yay, yay, USD, <laughs> it's effing Sora, a lot of exclamation points, Sora with nine A's, <laughs> and then the last text, in Smash, and a lot of exclamation points. <laughs> so maybe that's a spoiler uh, for what Tiffany was feeling, but that was my first reaction to the news, um, and I like... I was pretty pumped like this was probably the best case scenario for me like if you think of the rxp crew if you looked at our video game interest if like we're this huge three-person venn diagram there's a small section where we all intersect and i'm pretty sure most of that is kingdom hearts like that that's what brings us all together the three of us and i just couldn't be happier like i think it's a great addition um, I, more than anything, I'm just excited to have that music, you know, like this is Super Smash Brothers and we could talk about it more, but Super Smash Brothers is almost like the hall of fame of gaming where you get the music, you get the characters, you get the stages. And like, I couldn't think of a better franchise to join in. So I'm pretty pumped. I, I think they, they finished off pretty strong. Like I didn't know if they were going to go back to Microsoft to get Master Chief. I was thinking that one of those two um or potentially crash bandicoot could be a good fit but i'm really happy for sora i'm really happy that it finally worked out yeah you guys so i was awake at 10 a.m logged into twitch watching the stream of the sakurai announcement which by the way this stream was such a delight sakurai-san was adorable and it was really awesome seeing the news. I, when Mario grabbed that flame and threw it, right before you see the glimpse of the Mickey's head on the keychain, you saw an outline of the keyblade. And so I, at that moment, was my thought process was like, no. And then you saw the key and I I started screaming. I was in I I was off that day. And I was so happy that 
it worked out where I could watch it because I like lost my mind when the music started happening with Sora coming through the keyhole in the sky and like floating around like Peter Pan style. I like actually teared up because the music, the Kingdom Hearts music has a lot of really creates a visceral reaction for me uh, just because I have a lot of emotions with that game because I love it so much and it's like really beautiful music. And then when they announced that it came, it's coming out. Sora's debut into Smash is literally my birthday. I could not even handle it. I was like, this is amazing. This is perfect. I never thought it would happen. Um, in fact, Alex and I made a bet with the first DLC pass that if Sora showed up in that pass, I would buy him the DLC pack. Mm-hmm. Sora did not show up in the first DLC pack. <laughs> so I did not purchase that for him. And then, it, you know, he actually owed me money, which he did. He paid me. He basically bought my first DLC pack because nice. I was like, Sora's not showing up. Yeah, I lost my mind. I love it. I think it's amazing. I He looks, his graphics looks great. They put a lot of care into him, even his outfits. I was kind of bummed that we didn't see any other outfits, like such as world outfits that aren't necessarily Disney themed because obviously Disney must have poo-pooed a lot of things because there's literally no image of Donald or Goofy. The only Disney image we have is the keychain, Keyblade. So... But overall, I love it, and I'm into it, and I immediately bought the second DLC pack. Because I'm not going to lie, I techn- I wasn't really planning on it. Like, nothing really sold me on DLC pack number two. And the only reason I even bought DLC pack one was because Alex was like, here's some money for it. Yeah. So, in general, what is everyone's feelings about Super Smash Bros. Ultimate? What, how, what's the climate of it for you guys? Honestly, I don't know if they'll ever be able to match this. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just, and I know, you know, obviously Sakurai in the Sora presentation said this is the last presentation he'll be doing for Smash Ultimate, and he waved goodbye to everyone and thanked everyone. And, you know, it's a heartfelt, long journey, right? Especially the fact that I think originally the last fighter was supposed to be released for the Fighter Pass Volume 2 back in February. At least that was like the Mm -hmm. quote-unquote fine print. So now here we are in October. So obviously COVID changed the timeline of this very drastically, eight months even. And so there's kind of this perspective saying, Sakurai has been wanting to have been done with this for a while now. And he's only Mm -hmm. now finishing it up, finishing up this journey. So, And I think, you know, deservedly when they titled this Smash Ultimate, it's very clear that this is, this deserves that, right? There's a lot of things that, you know, they, you know, creators title them certain things like infinite, ultimate, you know, what forever, things like that. But it's like not a lot of games earn that title, like in terms of the actual final product. But I think this does, right? As Matt mentioned before, this being a celebration of gaming. Obviously, I know there are a lot of people out there that might be disappointed with, you know, quote unquote, the number of sword fighters that are in the roster. But besides mm-hmm. that, in terms of just the breadth of, representation right things from you know uh fire emblem to final fantasy to street fighter to pokemon like you just run the roster of all these different franchises especially franchises outside of nintendo ownership right as you know thank you square enix for all the characters that you've contributed including sora um and i just appreciate like this is a product and i know some people are like theorizing about the future for smash but i'm like even this Let's say if this was the last Smash we have, I think it's so good in terms of just the characters you can play as, but also just the content, right? Like, 
you think about it and you look at a lot of other fighting games and, you know, typically they have maybe some short story mode or some, you know, traditional arcade mode. But, like, Smash has, like, 10 different modes within itself, right? It's, like, got the, it's got the story mode, which is at least, like, 20 to 30 hours long. It's got these, like, challenge battles via the spirit board. It's got, you know, the multi-man melee, right, with, like, the 100-man survival and, like, the endless mode. It's got mm-hmm. eight-player Smash. You can play oh, Smash yeah. Brothers with eight, like, pairs of Ice Climbers, that's 16 characters on screen <laughs> at once, you know? Which I've totally done before, and it's hilarious. Right, it's and madness. it's like, and it's holding, the Switch can handle it, right? Like, it's holding up very well. And then not alone, you know, that's just, like, not including just the regular modes, right, of, like, time, stock, coin battle, you know, all the classics that have been the game since the beginning. And so for me, I definitely appreciate what they did with this, and it's definitely not disappointing at all. And honestly, I'm fine with wherever they take the series in the future. You know, it's like if they just, port, you know, unlike Mario Kart 8, if they just continue to port this forward, I'd be fine with it because I think this is so good in, in terms of what it provides. But also on the flip side, if they want to roll it back and they want to kind of like do a soft reboot, especially if Sakurai isn't. You know, directing the game in the future I'd be fine with that too because I think you know as I've said in the past for other things it won't like whatever happens in the future won't ruin how great Smash Ultimate is right now and mm-hmm. you know I think there's something to be said that you know you can we can have this game and it exists right and just the fact of it existing is such a great thing no, Smash Brothers is probably one of my favorite franchises of all time. Like, this started, what, in 64, right before 2000, like 1999, 1998, something like that. Um, at that time, they had, like, eight characters. Like, you had Mario, uh, Yoshi, Luigi, Pikachu, Samus, Link, Ness. Captain maybe Falcon. One other pers- Captain Falcon, Fox. So, like... Just a handful of people. And then to go to now, I think there's over 80 fighters now, not including, like, the different me variations you can have for everybody. Like, this game just transcends this generation. Like, this is something that will be a staple for Nintendo forever. Like, I really believe that. I think this is something that you don't need top graphics or top processing power to run this and have a good time. Like, Smash Brothers for the N64 still holds up. It's still really fun. Uh, when Pokemon Go was a thing, uh, me, Yasser, and Gerald, we would go down and walk along the canal in Richmond to uh, Brown Island, which was this park area, um, and there was a dude that had a generator that had a TV and a Wii U hooked up to it. So when people people were walking around playing Pokemon Go, they would take a break and play Smash Brothers in the middle of this park during, you know, like this phenomenon. Like Smash Brothers is all throughout my life. Um, still, like when my buddy James comes to come uh, comes to um, to my place and we hike for a weekend, um, a lot of times if there's nothing to play, we'll boot up Smash Brothers and we'll just be ridiculous with it. And we'll like make up really random rules and just have a a good time like the game is just fun and i feel like it doesn't really get old and the characters that they've made like 
especially this generation, like these DLC packs, um, I haven't yet bought DLC pack two, um, but I, I purchased DLC pack one and those are actually some of my favorite characters in the entirety. So like, I, I feel like they've kept it strong. And so for me, like I'm, I'm kind of sad to see it go. Cause I remember when I was in high school, Brawl was coming out and um, they like leaked one thing a day, like one small thing a day. They would be like, oh, here's a map. Here's a new character. Here's whatever. Like all leading up to Brawl actually launching. And that was like one of my top five gaming moments of my life. Like you could just go throughout my entire life and like see Super Smash Bros. all throughout it. So I'm kind of sad to see it go. I don't know if it'll go forever, but I think that at least Smash Ultimate will stick around. I think it's got a lifespan that will, I think, go past the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, what's really kind of surprising to me with Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is actually how much that I played of this game. Um, obviously, played a lot of. I played some Smash with Alex growing up and everything, but no, none of them really like took hold of me like Smash Ultimate did. I played over like sixty hours of that game. I think that for a while was like my most played game on my Switch. Which is kind of wild. Um, like during one of the annual reviews, I got like, you played, you know, this many hours of Smash Ultimate. Also, I was like, when I got the game, I made it my mission to try to collect all the spirits. And here's the thing. I actually never finished World of Light, um, mainly because I gave myself the challenge that I had to beat or I had to, yeah, take over or unlock every single spot. So I like there was a couple on the world of light part that I, you know, a couple battles that I couldn't beat. And then I got to the next section of the game. And then I was still trying to beat every single spot and never actually completed that track. Um, however, with the new, with Sora being added made me interested in going back and, uh, finishing that but with the spirits I just double checked I think on launch they had around 1300 spirits mm -hmm. when the game came out and I collected I believe around 800 of them okay when the game when I was like at my peak of playing Smash Brothers and what surprised me is the fact of the amount of solo content that was in that game I managed to do a couple Smash gatherings with some friends but I, I don't think we did more than like two or three. And to be honest, like Matt and I weren't really friends yeah. when that game came. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> we were just coworkers. Yeah. We we're like, hey. So, um, but yeah, the game has been such a joy, like to be completely honest. And I've loved it. And, you know, with this new iteration, I agree with you guys that I don't know that it can ever get better than this. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know that another smash is going to pick, like grab me like this smash did, especially not without the characters that we have, you know, you know what I mean? So, um, or like the, the fact that I don't know if these characters can really move forward mm -hmm. with the, with the game in the future iterations. Um, but so with that, let, like, let's kind of chat about some of the new characters that came in. Um, did you guys have a favorite reveal with some oh, of those peeps or, or the, well, actually let's talk about some of the newer characters that, okay. um, 
came and that you enjoyed. Okay. Um, I'm going to start with Piranha Plant. Like that plant, like that character showing up really like kind of surprised me, but I had fun playing with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I never became good, but I did like Piranha Plant. Yeah, Piranha Plant was such a good addition because honestly, I wanted a Mario enemy to make an appearance. And I, I guess they just couldn't do anything with Goomba because he doesn't have arms. So I'm like, what, like what's? But going? neither does Piranha. Plant. I mean, Piranha Plant doesn't, but Piranha Plant apparently can stretch, so that's cool, yeah. I guess. But like, can Goomba stretch? No, they just stack on top of each other. <laughs> so unless there was right. like a horde of Goombas, like you're a Goomba army, you know that would never mm-hmm. work. So I think from a perspective of having a Mario enemy, I like it just for that fact. Yeah, Piranha Plant is actually one of my mains i would say an ultimate like he is one of those uh characters that i just like took a liking to um i when piranha plant got released i actually had a i went to a friend's house for a a smash tournament and i just like played him as a meme and i was like winning and i was like this is this guy's good like this this feels nice um because like he had super good uh recovery like he could fly like he, he had everything a smash smash character uh would do well um like as far as some of the other dlc um probably like one of my favorites if we want to talk about favorites i'm willing to just say it right now which is banjo kazooie um like that to me has taken the cake for absolute hype for this game like this was the single reason why i got dlc pack one one of my favorite games of all time the reveal trailer was super hype because not only was banjo kazooie fantastic in 64 classic title but they were owned by microsoft which made me know that sakurai was willing to like cross these unknown barriers to talk with Phil Spencer and the Xbox crew about getting some of their um, IPs onto the Switch. And I was like super pumped. Um, all with that, the music of Banjo-Kazooie, just just playing on Spiral Mountain is just amazing. Like even if you're not playing Banjo-Kazooie, like just having that music in the background is amazing. There was actually like two characters or rather, let me talk about the one that I was kind of excited for. Obviously Inkling, which was announced in the Smash Brothers Ultimate announcement trailer. Mm -hmm. I thought the concept of the Inkling was really cool. I loved how every single version of Inkling was a different, literally a different character with the eight characters. But the one thing that I could never get behind was refilling my paint. Like I just was really bad at that. And so Inkling kind of fell off my radar because I was like, I like, I couldn't high skill. I was, yeah, I basically was like always caught in a bad place when I ran out of my ink and then I was demolished. And then one thing that I kind of rolled my eyes at was when we got Incineroar mainly because I was like a Pokemon that I don't care about. Like Mm -hmm. that's like, I love Litten. Yeah. I love Litten, but I didn't care for his ultimate evolution which was Incineroar so when we got him or her I basically was like okay this is fine we got this wrestler Pokemon that I'm not that jazzed about um but of course I love my little my little Fire Emblem buddies so Krom and Byleth joining the crew was super neat Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I liked it. I, you know, what are soldiers, whatever, but loved Fire Emblem, so I love their additions. You know, I, I'm a big fan, as as might be, you know, alluded to when I was talking about I wanted a Mario enemy. I'm a big fan of villains. And I feel mm-hmm. like always, like, villains don't get enough, like, spotlight, especially in these types of games. They're like, you know, we had Ganondorf. Like, he's the classic villain, right? And, like, you know, we got King Dedede, right? Because he was added in Brawl. And I love King Dedede. But the villain that was added with Ultimate. And it's not even, like, I didn't even really play these games that he's from. But I, like, liked, just liked him as a character. King K. Rule, you know? Amazing. I'm so happy you said it. Yeah. It's like... You know, obviously, you might say, "Oh, his moveset's kind of weird, right?" He's got a ca- he's got a belly counter. He like throws out his crown as like yeah. a weird side B. But it's like just the design and part of his reveal. I remember back when the game, because he's part of the base roster for the game, was such a fun design of like, "Oh yeah, it's like who's outside the window," and then it looks to be King K. Rule, but then it's or actually no. I would confuse that with the Banjo reveal. Yeah, it was exactly. King K. Rool disguised looking as Banjo, and then it was supposed to be a joke, but then it actually was Banjo. But it's just like that humor there with that character and also just the humor in how King K. Rool's design, right? He's like, he's got this fat belly. He's a quote-unquote king, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, and, you know, he's got the boxing glove. That's always a fun move, too. But I, I appreciate the spotlight and the villains. You know, I don't have fun playing as him, but I like the addition Ridley. Huge, like, just visually, Ridley's gigantic, right? Like, Ridley's one of the biggest mm-hmm. characters in the game. You know, he's, like, standing on the ground of, like, let's say Battlefield, and he, like, goes through those platforms. Like, that's how tall he is. Mm-hmm. And I just appreciate that, too, right? That, like, Sakurai was willing to go the distance and say, Right, especially really being this gigantic enemy from Metroid and just, you know, paying homage to say, hey, you know what? Maybe balance wise, it might not be too great that he's that big, but we have to emphasize, like, right, really is a big character. Like, it's not right. the size of a Pichu or something. You know, it, that wouldn't make sense. So I definitely you, appreciate just the, the homage to those characters. Do you remember when Ridley was announced and he, like, straight up murked Mario? Like, on that bridge, he, like, killed him. <laughs> like, these reveal trailers were absolutely crazy. Like, so much hype. Like, the internet, absolutely a buzz. Like, fantastic. Um, I was actually wanting to speak about King K. Roll too, because, like, it, Sakurai just put so much care, like, in his team, of course, put so much care into all these characters. Like, the boxing glove part of King K. Rool, like at the end of Donkey Kong 64, when you collect everything, the final boss is King K. Rool, and he's actually in a boxing ring. Like, the small details of all these characters and their moveset, based upon the games that they're from. And, like, it's just an homage to everything. And, like, Minecraft Steve, I... I'll be honest, I kind of, like, rolled my eyes at Minecraft Steve, because everybody was wanting him. And, like, to me, I was like, this is just going to be weird. It's like this dude that's literally just blocks. Like, what is he going to do? And yeah. they made it interesting. Like, I've I've not played my, as Minecraft Steve, um, but seeing other people play him, like, it just makes it interesting. Like, how you could make mining of different materials into a strategy, it's just crazy. Like, it's it's really cool. It's really cool to see how they come up with these things. Bring back his meat, though. Nintendo, how dare you take away his meat? Oh my god. Just for so, the uh, 
the wind God. stage. Okay. He's so, just having you know, an, a wind snack, you know? He won a hard-fought battle. He's just uh, eating. He's just car- he's carb loading, or rather getting protein, yeah. protein bulk up. So, you know, when you talk about reveals too, like how could I forget about when Isabel was announced for freaking Smash? I thought it was an Animal Crossing announcement. Like I saw freaking, you know, Tom Nook sitting at a desk, mm-hmm. like typing away, and I'm like, Animal, you know that meme of like the the face that's just like shaking and blurry. I was like yeah. Animal Crossing because like this is also before like Animal Crossing was even announced, or maybe we were like waiting for news on Animal. I don't know. Like I just remember not having Animal Crossing and thinking that this was Animal Crossing and then it turned into Smash and then I just didn't know how to feel. Like... (laughs) Yeah. I was like, what? And then, you know, of course, all of these reveals, even with, like, when revealing new base characters for the roster or new DLC characters, they really created a lot of iconic moments and, like, meme potentials. You know, like... Can we, do we remember Sephiroth's entrance and his his silhouette? Hands down the best reveal. That is my favorite reveal. That's your favorite reveal, Sephiroth? splitting Gleam in half and then saying, finally, it's my time to bring despair to Smash. Like, that is a line he says (laughs) in his trailer. Like, He's, you know, except for Kirby, right? Because we all we all know by canon, Kirby's the strongest Smash fighter. You know, he's yes. the only one able to survive Galeem in the first place. But Correct. Then, and then also, I think, in the Kazuya reveal, Kirby's the only character to survive Kazuya. Uh, yes. The fact that Sephiroth can just literally split Galeem in half and just literally kill him, right? Like, all the Master Hands and Galeem controls are all dead. Galeem dies and fades away. Like... That is the most, and when, you know, and I, this might be a, a tangent for another topic at another time, but when One-Winged Angel starts up after Gleam gets split in half, and then you just see him floating in the distance, and then it pants to a cloud, and he's like, Sephiroth, but the, the whole time One-Winged Angels are just playing in the background, you like, when that song goes off, you know exactly who it is. Like, it's such an iconic pairing of that, like, his theme with his appearance that you're like, it's happening. You know, the the one-winged angel himself is gracing his presence on Smash. And that's just so memorable. Can we just talk about when Sora was announced and, like, everybody's clapping for Sora? And, like, you see Sephiroth in the background, and he's probably like, this piece of trash again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think, honestly... I don't know if it's recency bias, but I really like Sora's reveal. Mm-hmm. Um, the flame, you're right, Alex, it is kind of like, what's going on here? But I think just him flying through the keyhole, the mute, <sighs> simple yeah. and clean, the orchestral version coming out. My biggest beef, my one beef is that we did not get a version of simple and clean in the song pack, in the nine songs we got. Um, with Sora's edition, we didn't get that. However, that song just really got to me mm-hmm. um, when when Sora came out. Matt, what was your favorite reveal? Which reveal was your favorite? Yeah, I feel like I've already kind of touched on it. Like the Banjo Kazooie mm-hmm. one, still 
is probably top-notch just because of the shock factor that I just did not believe that it would ever happen. But probably close behind that was just, um, I don't know, I, I, I think I'm kind of leaning towards the Ridley reveal of, like, this new character. This entire mm-hmm. time, I just didn't think Ridley was possible. Like, Ridley wasn't, in, in my mind, something that just would never work for Smash Brothers and that they just right. broke down all those walls. But you got to give it to you know, the bear and the bird here, like they, they definitely take the cake. Yeah. You know, to a bear and a bird in the hand is worth more than the bush. You know, is that what they say? That's what they say. But The dog and the bird are in the bush. The dog and the bird are in the bush, which that dog and bird is that dog and bird better than the bear and bird or is the bear and bird better than the the dog? I'm going to say the dog and the bird is going to have to do because Donald and Goofy need some stand ins. You know what I mean? Okay, so the combo is you play teams and then you have Sora and then Duck Hunt. Yes. To substitute. Okay, I got amazing. I didn't even think about it. I love it. I love it. uh, Against Cloud and Sephiroth. That's oh, the battle amazing. for the that's the battle for the ages, you know what I mean? Um so like okay, let's touch upon like does any does anyone want to talk about their mains when oh, they yeah. play Smash Ultimate? Who do you main? Oh, so uh, <laughs> let me that's tell like, you. Mo- you're like move aside, please. <laughs> Listen, it's it's a good thing we don't have any Smash tournaments at work because I'd like to keep all of my friends. Oh my gosh, you're Smash smash smack talking right now talking smack he's he's smash talking smash smash talking um i am a lucas main and um just like i i i've never even actually played um earthbound or anything like that um (laughs) i have no idea like who lucas is how he relates to ness but I freaking love him as Smash. Like I like Ness to me never clicked. I played him a little on the N sixty four, but you know at that time I was more of a Link main. Um, then when Lucas was you know just announced, I went and tried him, and ever since Melee has been all about him. And the dude and I have just gotten along as fast friends. Um, it's to the point where when I go to my friend's house um, back home. Um, I am not allowed to play as Lucas uh, when we play tournaments because um, he is not uh, happy with me. Um, but, you know, <laughs> which is why, you know, Banjo-Kazooie and, uh, you know, all these new characters like Piranha Plant, they're just so much fun. And I, I enjoy playing as them too. So My main is pretty boring, but honestly, when I, this is where I think the game really spoke to me is that I love playing Kirby. And so the fact that the fact that Kirby was the only survivor in your starting character for world of light that you got before you earned other characters. I think that's part of the reason why confirmed OP Kirby's OP. I mean, I'm not saying I'm a good smash player. (laughs) I love playing smash, but I'm not good at it, but I, I love playing Kirby and I really like playing as Pokemon trainer because I feel like I'm three characters. Like I have three options instead of one. Mm -hmm. And the fact that they added um, a female Pokemon trainer in this game was really adorable. Like I thought that was really cute. And then occasionally I like to dabble as Pikachu because I like to Thunderbolt underneath platforms where other people are on top of me. (laughs) 
And now you like can do that as Sora with Thundaga. Yeah, yeah, but I have to cycle through the spells. True, so we'll true. have to see how that goes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, mostly I really, I'm a casual player. I, I mean, I assume all of us are casual players, but um, I, I really like, I really, also, I never really got, like, I really love the concept of ice climbers, mm-hmm. but I do not play them well at all. I hate the ice climbers. I will, <gasps> How I do you will hate go Nana and after Papa? Nan or whatever or, her name is. Yeah, whatever. It might be Nan. I call them Nana and Papa, but. Yeah, I go after. Like, I thought it was Nana Popo. You know what? Let me check it's, right now. This goes to show how much we know about the ice climbers. So I will go out of my way and kill off one of the ice climbers. So then they're stuck with just one of them and then just leave them alive. <laughs> I They're the worst. And their so stages are generally the worst, too. It's totally Nana. And Alex, you're right. It's Popo. It's Nana and Popo, not Nana and Papa. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Alex, who, who do you... Who do you like to first dibs on? Man, it's it's this combination of three, I think, that I mostly go through. I, I try to play everybody. I think that's part of my love of Smash is that I pretty much enjoy like trying everyone out for the most part. Because, right, right, as Matt mentioned, over 80 characters in this game, like, how can you limit yourself to just one, right? And the yeah. roster's so big. You know, at least for me, I like to try out all the different combinations. But the three that I stick to the most... That I think I'm just mo- most comfortable with are, you know, because of Brawl, King Dedede, and Lucario. Like these two. Ooh, nice. Like it's a weird combo, right? Because King Dedede, heavyweight, he's got the suck like Kirby, right? You can suck him up, you can jump off the edge with them, like blow him out, right? And then like multi jump back to the stage. Uh, also, the Rocket Hammer. Like, the fact that you can reverse the direction of it before you let go, you can just fake people out with that. Um, really love that about King Dedede. Lucario, I like just because he's got, you know, kind of like what Incineroar has with the, his aura, right? So as you take more damage, he, like, Lucario gets more powerful. Uh-huh. So I appreciate, not to say that that's a comeback mechanic, but I like the kind of give and take of if the enemy's hitting me a lot, you know, just because you might have the percent advantage now doesn't mean I can't, you know, make up the difference later, right? Because I'll be able mm-hmm. to, you know, I have that extra power boost. Um, but besides that, the third character that because of Smash 3DS and for Wii U, which Matt hasn't played, but, you know, obviously he's played Smash, so he's probably fought against her, Palutena. Mm. And this is because, you know, one, obviously, gorgeous looking character. I just like the character design. But secondly, she has this weird kind of sensibility of she looks like she shouldn't be a heavy character, but she is heavy. So she's kind of in that class with King Dedede and like Bowser and stuff. Uh, but she has this kind of nice combo of both mid range and close range combat, right? She, like she has a deflector, her neutral special. She like right, target locks onto you and shoots like three bolts of like magical energy. And I just think it's this kind of nice, like fun zoning type of thing where she also has really good, like above and below attacks, like where she summons like a ray of light. Um, so I like her from that more competitive style of, I think she fits my liking of more heavyweight style, but then also has a nice combo of long plus like close range, like combat moves. Cool. Any like special final smashes that you think you guys that are like most interesting in the Mm. final move? I do have to say that the addition of the fake final smash ball in the game was like really masterful 
and watch, watching or playing the game with those who aren't as familiar or like didn't know that there were fake final smashes is actually hilarious. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Final smashes. Hmm. I mean, I was pretty bummed that Sora's final smash didn't include like a barrage of characters. And like that, I mean, that was kind of what my little bummer mm-hmm. part of that was. I, I'm really terrible because I know the final smash that I really like, but I don't know who's final smash it is it's the one that like throws this giant beam of light or like a laser like it hones in a laser and just like shoots a giant laser is that like falcon or um oh is it uh like zero suit samus me oh yeah 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 maybe this is showing how unfamiliar it's like that horizontal beam it's the one where like it targets like you, it just like Actually, comes up with this thing, and you like target for really a quick moment, uh, and then. I think then Zero Suit Samus is, like Z- you. Hit yeah, Zero Suit Samus has like the laser from the ship, like the she ship, yeah. comes down on the ship, and then she aims down, and then you can like I think you move the laser like left to right or something. Oh, okay. oh no! Isn't that the old version? Because I thought they changed it for Smash Ultimate. Yeah, they changed a few of them. I'm not sure. I do have to say, audience, I sprung this question on my <laughs> panelists, so this is why they might be out of the last one. I mean, I have I'm... the final smash. I enjoy the most. I just don't remember that one. But mine is a specifically Cloud on Sephiroth because he gets the upgraded version of Omni Slash specifically against if he hits Sephiroth with it. Really? Okay. Otherwise, it's the that. normal version of Omni Slash against every other character. So I I like how when Sephiroth was added, they also added in that distinction to Cloud's Final Smash to be like, oh yeah, if you use this against Sephiroth, like you're using the upgraded version. Like it's spe- That's pretty cool. Like specifically just for him. Hmm. I love stuff like that. Yeah, I love that. That's really cool. That's like one of the coolest parts too about Super Smash Brothers is you can have those iconic fights. Like you can have Cloud versus Sephiroth or you can do something else. Like now you can have Sora versus Cloud and it's like, oh, the Coliseum from Kingdom Hearts 1. Let's do it. You know, or like you could have Isabel versus Piranha Plant. Classic. Yeah. Garden 101. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Did you guys ever like really dabble in the spirit board? I honestly was just marveling at how clever some of the renditions were. Like when it's like you're fighting this character and then like a smash character that's similar to it just show you know what I mean? Like I can't even I can't pick one because it's it's honestly been a while since I've booted it up. But stuff like that has really surprised me. Yeah. Um, did you guys ever get into the spirit board or were you just like, whatever, I'm not into, I'm into collectathons, but not this type of collectathon. It kind of overwhelmed me at first. And so okay. I didn't really dabble in it unless I needed something for the story mode. I didn't even finish the story mode because to me, it kind of overstayed its welcome in my opinion. Like once you got through it, the light world, and mm-hmm. then it switched to the dark world and I saw like a whole map I hadn't done. I was like, okay, I'm done. This this is this is the time and like now i just play it just casually like i would any other smash game like that's not honestly that's not really what i come to smash for is like a story mode um so it wasn't really for me but it didn't take away from the game like i'm happy for people that really enjoyed it 
did you when you played the light mode and you were like oh no there's another mode did you also try to beat every single battle or did you just make a path oh and yeah then you were, and you were still like this is too much yeah like i beat i beat every everything on the light side and like okay. there was one because like for the most part as soon as i unlocked lucas i was like all right this is it like i <laughs> i this is what i'm doing for the rest of the time um yeah but lucas I'm very weak against Zero Suit Samus as Lucas because Zero Suit Samus is just super fast and I usually can't get my spells in time, like especially a really good Zero Suit Samus. Uh-huh. And there was one map, like I still remember it, like it was on like this dock area. Yeah. And like when you went there, it was Zero Suit Samus and it took forever to beat her. And then that was the last one before I finished that map. And then mm-hmm. just like the defeat of seeing a whole new board and I was like, ah, I'm done. This is it. <laughs> Can't do it. Yeah, because I think I got a chunk of the Dark World before I also was like, I can't do it. Because like I was also trying to beat every single freaking battle. Was it just as big as the Light World? Because the Light World was pretty big. I think it was pretty big. Yeah, okay. there were because uh, there's technically also a third map. Spoilers. What? Yeah. Oh, wait. Did I get to the third map? Maybe, because the third map was like the final battle, but there were like also a bunch Sp- of like spots. nodes on the final battle yeah yeah because like you oh, worked your way up to gleam so spoilers t- it was because yeah the f- the third map is you'll do battles on the light and dark side and as yeah. you do battles on each side it turns it changes the distribution so yes if you beat things on the light side it becomes more dark so technically there was like a perfect ending where you had to fight the battle such that the light side and dark side were balanced by the time you got to the end. I remember this now. Yeah, I remember. I should like it, it's I, it, like I like I'm like you, Matt, where I, I don't come to Smash for that single player content. But with how much soccer I put into it, like the design of it, I'm like I'm glad this is here for the people that don't necessarily want to play against other people. Like they just like the PVE slash solo content because mm-hmm. there is just so much. Like as you like didn't even realize there is another map beyond the dark map. And so wow. I remember, I think it took me about 30 hours total. Like most of my time playing ultimate on my switch is playing the solo mode because I, I would just play on other people's switches when I played multiplayer. So like, I think my switch in account, all that data is like true to be like, Oh, it took me about 30 hours just to get to the end. And I didn't do every node. Unlike you guys, I was just like, I just want to get to the end. And it still took me 30 hours. So I can only imagine for the people out there that did clear every single node, every battle, like how many more, how much more time it would take. Yeah. Any, any final words about our super smash brothers, ultimate journey. I'm I'm going to get bummed not seeing or like anticipating reveals cuz we've got that for like the game came out December 2019. It's now October 2021. We've had like almost 3 years. No, that's not almost 3 years. We've had two almost 2 years <laughs> of reveals. It's been it's been a wild ride. It's been great. I was about to say, rip to all those uh, Waluigi fans out there. No, no one cares about them, Matt. You don't have. There's to... like two people. They're yeah, just really vocal. Exactly. <laughs> but on that note, I would say, uh, while all the characters, I I appreciate 
and respect all the characters that were added to the game that are being present. I am kind of sad that they did choose some characters over others. Personally, as Matt talked about before, I would have liked to see Master Chief. That would have been cool. You know, I think there's enough in his history uh, that would warrant him. You know, and the fact that Microsoft was willing to give Banjo-Kazooie over, no doubt that they were probably willing to give Master Chief over. And I mean, a lot of cosmetic capabilities with them, right? Obviously, you can just change the armor. Halo's known for a lot of different armor sets. Maybe it wouldn't make sense for, I guess, Chief because Chief only has one armor set. He doesn't necessarily change, but at least they could do different color swaps. Um, So I'm kind of sad he didn't make it in. And then on the flip side, you know, it's like I'm not the biggest fan of Min Min from ARMS. And I'm not saying that this Mm -hmm. is Nintendo's forced way of saying, like, we want ARMS to be a thing. So we're going to put Min Min in here. But Nintendo ARMS wasn't that good. Like. It was okay, but you didn't have to use a fighter slot with an arms character. I think you could have passed on that. Also, not a fan of Byleth. Like, we already had... <gasps> you shut your mouth. Uh, we already had people like Corrin added, so why do we need Byleth too? Like, yes, Three Houses was on the Switch and people liked it, but, like, do we... Like, why? Like, why do we yes, need him? we needed uh, him. On the flip side, why do we need Pyramithra? I'm not a fan of the Xenoblade games, but I think they were kind of there for fan service, if I'm being honest. I know Sakurai toned their costumes back, so don't don't come after me saying it's not fan service because he censored them. I know that they're not as censored in the original games, but I don't think they're too inspired. Like I'm just saying there's a lot of character slots that seem to get taken up with when there were other options, I think, that were out there. And I guess some people might make the argument if Master Chief made it in, uh, being a you know very much a Microsoft character, why wasn't a Sony character added then? And I think there are a good a good amount of Sony characters that could have made it in as well that were like very representative. You know, not to say that they were, but you know things like Sly Cooper that could have mm-hmm. been cool. I mean, things like maybe Cole McGrath from the Infamous series, or even the new God of War, right, Kratos. So it's it's because they're holding out for playstation all-stars maybe the resurgence maybe like i i agree with you when arms got announced i've always seen smash brothers as like the hall of fame of gaming and i was like have they deserved it like they're nintendo so maybe they get an easy way into smash but like really meanwhile like final fantasy three houses like that was arguably that was my game of the year that was tiffany's game of the year like that was a fantastic critically acclaimed game fire emblem three houses yeah you said final fantasy three houses oh sorry fire emblem three houses um (laughs) like that is a critically acclaimed game yes so i get that being so new and having a time on there um but yeah arms to me it's like we could have had a crash bandicoot and a master chief and then you could have both you know playstation historically and then you know, Microsoft or if we don't boy. get Crash, Sack Boy, where 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 my boy Sack at? You know. Also, you guys, correction for me when I said it was it came out December twenty nineteen. It came out December twenty eighteen, and that's why I said three years because I knew. In, you knew in my heart. I knew it was three years. All right, Good so on, yeah. listeners, don't write in correcting her on the timeline because we just did the correction here. So if we get any write-ins correcting this, you obviously didn't listen long enough. 
Yeah, because I was thinking about it and I was like, wait, like while you guys were talking, I was like, uh, wait, so 2019 doesn't sound right. <laughs> so yeah, the December 2018 got three years of Smash. It's been a wild ride. And with that, this was episode 47 of the RXP podcast. Clearly, all three of us recommend it. We didn't exactly say it, but I'm saying it now and you can read between the lines. We'd like to shout out Grandmaster Doug for making the music for our episodes. And if you would like to write in about your favorite Smash character, please write in at rxp.podcast at gmail.com or tweet at us at rxp underscore podcast. And with that, we bid you a wonderful Smash. Good day. It's totally Nana and Alex. You're right. It's Popo. It's Nana and Popo, not Nana and Papa. (laughs) Wait, do I get points for that?